Hello, I'm Tim Dumas, and this is the Hope for Healing Faith for Living podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Hope for Healing Faith for Living podcast. This is the second part of growing in the nature of Christ. And uh, we talked a lot last time about how God is actually doing the work in us. We're just learning what His truth is, learning how to believe that and yield to it, and through faith make it our confession of faith that God is who He says He is, but also that we are who He says we are, and we have what God has already provided for us through this redemptive work of Jesus Christ, and we make that our confession. Now, I want to go on and talk about his his nature and how, uh, again, we are to take part of his nature within us. Let's begin by looking at 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 through 4. And all the scriptures I'm sharing, unless I say otherwise, I'm sharing from the English Standard Version. So again, 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 through 4, and it begins by saying, His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life. Amen. That pertains to life. Now, the life that this is talking about, just not how most people think, oh, well, we live for a certain amount of time. You know, we grow old, we get a car, we get uh, a house, all that stuff. That's not what it's talking about. This life in the Greek is Z-O-E, and it actually means the life of God. When we become born again, the life of God comes within us. So this is what we're talking about. Let's begin again. His divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life, Zoe, and godliness. It comes from a Greek word that means godliness or devotion. And it says, through the knowledge of him, this is how he's granted us all things that pertain to life and godliness. It says, through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence by which he has granted to us precious and very great promises, so that through them we, you and I, may become partakers of the divine nature, his divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world because of the sinful desire. So what this is saying is God's already given us everything that pertains to the God kind of life that he wants for us. And this comes by the knowledge of him the knowledge of what he's done, and through the promises he's given us. It's by this that we're able to partake of the divine nature, of God's nature. So we already have the life of God within us, and we partake of it, or it begins to manifest in our lives through his promises. Now, let me just say the promises of God are actually referring to anything that God has said that he is or has done. All of those are promises. You and I, we, t- we tend to think of a promise if somebody actually says, I promise. But no, the Word of God, everything that God has declared to be true, it's a promise. Everything. And so we become partakers of His divine nature, this life, through the promises, through Him saying this is what's true, and us knowing what the promises are. 
Now, let's talk a little bit about um, inheriting these promises. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12 says, Be imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Now, just because you have the life of God within you does not mean that you actually experience it in life or that it's manifesting. But if we realize that it is a promise that's within us and we learn how to stand on those promises and through faith and patience inherit those promises, then they will begin to manifest in our lives. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23 says, Let us hold fast the confession of our hope, those things which we expect to pass without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. We talked about what we speak about, our confession. It needs to line up with God's truth. And the reason that we make our confession, our good confession of faith, and by the way, confession simply means to agree with in this instance. Okay, I'm agreeing. Just like when you say Jesus is Lord, I'm agreeing that Jesus is Lord. He's always been Lord, but when I agree with him, for me, then he becomes my Lord. I start to experience, I come into a relationship with him when he's, in, he's my Lord. We'll look at it a little bit later. So we hold fast to our confession of hope without wavering for he whose promise is faithful. And this is how we, through faith and patience, inherit the promise. Okay? Now, I shared with you before about uh, confession and love. Another confession we can make is righteousness. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21 says, For our sake he made him, referring to Jesus, to be sin. Now, Jesus never sinned, but you think of it as, a, as in a courtroom. Somebody can be declared guilty even though they haven't done anything. All right, Jesus was made to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. In Christ Jesus, the Bible tells us that we have become righteous. If you look at Romans chapter 10, it talks, uh, Paul talks about how some people were trying to live good enough to become righteous, but you can't. That's why righteousness is a gift. It is by faith that we receive it, and God imparts it to us. We become the righteousness of God in Christ when we become in Christ as a new creation. And if you remember in James chapter 5, verse 16, it says the prayer of a righteous person has great power or availeth much, as the King James says. So if we start to confess that we are what the Bible says we are, righteous, that's going to affect our prayer life. Because the Bible says a righteous person has great power in praying, in, in, in the working of our prayers. Just as confessing that the love of God is within you, with that love, you love people, that will change how you act towards people. Confessing to be true what God's Word says is true, that you are the righteousness of God in Christ, that will affect your prayer life. And all we are doing is realizing what Jesus has already done for us, what he's already given us, this divine nature that we can partake part of through his promises, through what he says is true. And we start to uh, believe that and confess it and walk in it by faith, and it starts to manifest in us. That's all we're doing. We're agreeing with what God says. And we're holding fast to our confession because, you know, it doesn't happen always overnight. But as you continue to confess the truth of God's word about who you are in Christ, then you will begin to see your nature change. You will begin to see that you walk towards love with other people. I mean, walk in love towards other people. And you'll begin to see uh, peace start to manifest in your life. And you'll begin to see love starting to manifest where people get around you and they say, man, I just feel love when I'm around you. And see, it's not you 
It's the gift of God's life within you manifesting, and it's going to draw people to Christ. They're going to sense something different about you. As you start to take on or, or be partakers of the divine nature that's within you, I'm not saying you're going to be Jesus, but what I am saying, we are called to be like him. And 2 Peter 1 verses 3 through 4 talks about we are to become partakers of the divine nature through the promises. So as we think about our growth in Christ, know that it's God that causes the growth in us, but we need to learn who we are in Christ and learn how to yield to it by confessing it's true about ourselves, what God has said, and then we'll start to grow. And God causes the growth and it starts to manifest in us. And people need that. Your family needs for the nature of Christ to start uh, manifesting through you. The love of God needs to start manifesting through you. Your family needs that. Your spouse needs that. Your children need that. That The people that you're around at work and your friends, they, they need to sense this in you, this life of God, this love of God. And it's going to draw them. Not to you, but to have what you have, and that's a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. But the key is, again, to know that God is doing the work, and what we are doing is we're lining up what we say to agree with what God's Word says about Him, about us, and who we are in Christ, who He's called us to be. We're going to talk more about this in our next episode as well. So I hope you will join me then. Until next time, I'm Tim Dumas. Thank you for joining me. Uh, You can look me up at timdumas.net. The uh, website for the podcast is hopeforhealingfaithfulliving.com. Thank you for joining me. I want you to know I love you. God loves you. Bye-bye.